0: This is episode two of Liliana's Romance Library. Hello, my name is Liliana, and today we will be discussing Crocodile Creek by Valerie Parve. And it was written in 1989, well, published in 1989, according to my, yes, I'm going to say it, Harlequin Romance. Again, this is one of my great-grandmother's books that she provided to me you could tell she hadn't read it in a while the pages were real bad yellowed she probably had it for almost as long as I've been alive I was born in 96 so yeah definitely it was only a little bit older than me and probably the same age as my sister so when it comes to Crocodile Creek it is not the easiest book to find It is, uh, again, a Harlequin romance, so Harlequins are not as popular as they used to be. I swear my great-grandmother must have had a subscription to them. It's the only thing I can think of as to why she had so many. In this particular case, it is a very good book. When hers went missing, I'm still not sure whether I did it or she did it, but um, I bought another one online back then. It was a little easier to find. Nowadays, I looked it up yesterday, and you can find them on eBay. Um, there's one listed on Amazon and a couple listed on thriftbooks.com, but it's not the easiest book to find. But if you happen to run across it in um, Salvation Army, Goodwill, Thrift Store, you know, anything like that, Flea Market, definitely pick it up. It's a really good book. It's definitely worth the read. And Crocodile Creek is centered around Carrie. Carrie is a beautiful woman who is interested in the giant crocodiles that are around Kanga Downs in Australia. And yes, this entire book is set in Australia, which I found really cool back in the day. I still do. And not to totally geek out, but I mean, come on. I'm from the South in the United States. It, Australia is so far from us. And, you know, just learning about it is neat. And then finding out details that she put in this book are actually how they do things down there. Um I've, you know, learned so much from the crocodile hunter and National Geographics, um... Uh, John, Hannah, things like that. So we definitely want to go over some of that, but honestly, the important part is the relationship she has with the Champion family. Now, growing up, obviously she knew the parents and everything like that, but her one of her best friends in the world is Robin. Robin is the only daughter of the Champion family. She does have two brothers. Now, Robin is disabled but that doesn't stop her she is very vivacious she's very lively she's funny and she's just a wonderful friend to have all of us would be so lucky to have a friend like Robin and Robin is both lucky and unlucky to have brothers one of them is horrible but her oldest Ben is a wonderful brother he's very tough but he has to be. When the family passes away, he is the head of the family. He runs everything. He runs the ranch. And, and it's just the way he has to be in order to make things work properly. He keeps his emotions in and tries to be tough on everybody. We all know people like that. Especially after a loss when they have to step up and be the head of the family. And when you have a disabled family member that you're responsible for... Sometimes you end up being tough like that. I've been there myself with taking care of my grandmother and my great grandmother. I was very lucky to have them for most of my life. So it is definitely something that I can relate to Ben for. And Carrie, Carrie has been in love with Ben since she was a child. Ever since she met him, I think they she was like a preteen um, when they first met and It's kind of rubbed the other brother the wrong way. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of one of the reasons that he does some of the things he does. Other than just pure jealousy and greed. But one of the things he does is uh, Carrie refuses him. He tries to, and this is a trigger for some people and I do apologize. But he does try to put his hands where they don't belong. A little too forcefully. And of course, she runs away from it. And so, to get back at her and to get back at Ben because she is in love with Ben, he tells his brother that she's a gold digger and she's only interested in him for the money and for the ranch. So, of course, any sane brother and anyone who is trying to protect his sister. Um, And his family would immediately distance themselves and try to remove somebody like that from their lives. And Carrie ran away. She left. And she didn't come back for a very long time. Um, This book is her going back. You get that backstory, but you also get the, you know, moving forward, um, how things turn out from there. And she still stayed in contact with Robin. That didn't change, but she did. She grew up a lot and she got tougher and no nonsense now, which I absolutely love strong women. So that is just a wonderful characteristic to me. She will stand up to Ben. She'll stand up to whoever she needs to now, whether they like it or not. Uh, i think she's like a ranger or conservationist or something like that now and so she goes back to kanga downs to you know record and learn about these giant crocodiles and she ends up getting help to do so and it's very interesting how they talk about catching these crocs and viewing them and what they need to do to do so so that she can study them and her reunion with robin was just absolutely sweet it always brings a smile to my face and some days you just need a heartwarming story to do so Um, but you need the ups and downs of it to make it a good story so you need to have the villain you need to have the the knight in shining armor or the woman who doesn't need the knight and can be her own knight in shining armor and in this case carrie can do it ben is there and yes he is the knight in shining armor but she doesn't need him to be anymore she can be strong on her own and that's one reason that i absolutely related to this book growing up is i was a you know young teen when I started reading these books. I think the first time I read this book, I was probably 13 or 14. So having a strong woman role model, model, even in just a book, was amazing. Because I grew up on Disney princesses before they were strong, independent women. They always had to have their knight in shining armor, their prince charming, someone to, you know, protect them, someone to save them and in this case she didn't she did it herself nowadays we've grown up with princesses who are strong who don't need men to take care of them the men had to get their approval versus the other way around things like that but my generation didn't have that at first so books like these it's definitely worth looking into the older ones i grew up After reading grandma's books, when I would visit my mom, um, I would read her library because she had a huge library of romance novels. And um, so I read everything that she had as well. And a lot of her books, a lot, a lot of them are the older ones, but a lot of them had the damsels in distress. And then you get the women who are. Every once in a while you get those gems where they're no nonsense. I'm not going to put up with this. And, you know, I don't need you in my life. I want you, but I can live without you. Which is how all of us should be. We should be confident enough in ourselves. And these books are the ones that we really need to instill in the younger generations. Something that, you know, shows you no matter how bad it can be, you can be yourself you can be strong for yourself and crocodile creek is like that when it comes to the story it's not slow at all it keeps you engrossed in it it's something you could read if you read faster than me you could read it and probably shoot my husband could read it in 30 minutes but then again he read um michael Crichton's jurassic park in an hour so he's unusually fast reader but If you're a slow reader, it could take you an hour or two, it usually takes me about two hours to read and it's worth it. It's worth the journey. Um, Some days, if I'm really, really busy, I can read it for multiple days because I just pick it up for a little bit and I put it down. It's one of those books that you want to pick it up and keep on going. You don't want to put it down. So don't be surprised if you do read it all in one setting. It's definitely worth, as I said, worth the read. When it comes to certain parts of it, I'm not going to lie. They'll make you jump. There's one part where, not I know it's a spoiler, but her and Ben go swimming. And I'm telling you right now, ever since I was little to now, when I read that book, I will immediately go, uh-uh, I'm not getting in that water. You are braver than me, girl, because uh, that's Australia. We all know how dangerous Australia can be with animals, and she's getting in this water. She went up there to study giant crocodiles, and you getting in the water to swim. Now, to be fair, this is a watering hole they used to use when they were kids. I don't believe that there's actually anything in it. I think it's like a um, mineral spring or some sort of. Um, body of water that doesn't have like fish and things in it. So I don't think there's anything dangerous in it. But growing up in the South in the United States, we know there could be something in there because we've got water moccasins, we've got alligators, snapping turtles, we've got little fish that just like to come and nibble on you, and which and little turtles that like to do that. And it, no, I jump when they do that to me. And that's in the shallows. (laughs) So when it comes to getting into a swimming hole in Australia, I will pass on that. I'm sure a lot of you would too. If you're not, then, you know, like, subscribe. Come visit my Facebook page and let me know what you think. Would you get into the water? tell me if you get the book and tell me what your opinion is of the story tell me what you like about it the most or what you hate about it let's do a discussion and really start a community on you know getting together enjoying books enjoying hobbies and being there for each other no bullying no acting like karens or anything like that i want us to just be a community that relaxes as a friendship and we can just get together, hang out and have fun. You can find me on Facebook at Liliana's Romance Library. You can find my personal page, Liliana Tiefling. You can find me on Patreon. I'm also on Twitter at Liliana, Liliana's Library. So definitely look me up and I'll be happy to hear from you. Again, this is Liliana with Liliana's Romance Library. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you later.